This is Corks and Cowtown, a podcast that explores the movers, shakers, influencers, and the finest Fort Worth has to offer. And now, here are your hosts. You can't come on yet. You have to do a shambong first. There we go. And now, here are your hosts, Robin and Barton. Welcome to Corks and Cowtown. Yes, this yeah. is how we're going to start this Happy dang Monday. Yeah, I got to that. to go. <laughs> we're struggling. Robin it was cued a week. me in to launch the episode and my phone definitely smacked the microphone. Yeah. Threw me completely off game. The struggle is real. No, yeah, but happy Monday, though. Happy Monday. Yeah. It's the 12th. Is it? Yeah. I don't know what day it is October anymore. Twelfth, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's been a good weekend. It was a good weekend. Yeah. I really only did something on Friday. What about you? Friday, I worked, okay. went home like a responsible adult. Look Saturday, at you. I'm not talking about where we went, but I went 45 minutes um, <laughs> north of Fort Worth. Uh huh. And I saw your activities in the morning. Yes, Saturday. I went. Yeah. So visit Fort Worth. Let's start out with that. Yeah. Visit Fort Worth and Bronwyn. They did a, well, they're going to do this once a month ride, 16 mile ride for 16 people. And it's like Myers, Melt and Murals. Oh, um, I like so, that. Yeah, you, you go Thank on the Thank you ride. for the invite. I really appreciate that. Well, I wasn't <laughs> personally, well, I was personally invited, but I didn't get the reminder into like two days before. I feel you. So, the struggle. Yeah, Jamie told me. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, you know. So I went and this was the practice run. So okay. it hasn't officially started yeah. at all. So we did the practice run. It was a 16 mile ride. I only got to do 11 or 12 because I had to open up Kenton. Ah, uh, gotcha. So I had to like leave once we like left the founder district, but it was really cool. So going forward, once a month, Brian is going to take 16 people on a 16 mile ride. You're going to see different murals. You're going to go by Myers and Sage. They're going to already have pre prepped cheese and meat boards individually oh, for so each cool. person. And then you're going to hit melt um, and then hit murals. It's going to be really, really so cool. So do you get some melt ice cream? Because that's the ideal. Once it starts this coming weekend. Okay. I'm going to have to go do Um, that quite often. And we definitely took our bikes, Mm -hmm. but we didn't cheat. We pedaled. Okay. You actually pedaled? Maybe Jamie used her throttle. I mean, I might have to probably, but it's fine. But there are other people out there with e bikes. So we weren't the only ones. Good. Um, Yeah. It was exciting. So I did that Saturday morning. You know, and I'll recap on my doctor visits and stuff because yeah. people hadn't really heard anything back from that. I really haven't drank in almost three weeks okay. just to like do a reset because yeah. I really think I went too just hard. Ham. Yeah, just. I feel you. Yeah. We have a tendency to do that. That's what I did Friday. Yeah. So. So did that. But first time I ever went to the places we go to in the city adjacent to Fort Worth. And I didn't even drink. I had I drank okay. ginger beer um, and stayed overnight and then got up mm-hmm. the next morning and came back to Fort Worth. Nice. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Isn't ginger beer alcohol though? No, it's non-alcoholic. Trust me. I know. Is it? I promise. So if you got like that. bullet and ginger beer, ginger beer is non-alcoholic. Ah. It's just a mixer like Sprite, Coke, ginger Why ale. Why is it called ginger beer then? Um, maybe just for us, root beer, got root beer. That's also a valid question. Yeah, I mean, root and hmm. ginger, they're both like plant stuff, right? Yeah, something like that. And Coca-Cola. 
Well, yeah. they used to put cocaine I in I saw that, this so. meme that said, do you prefer your Coke in a can or a bottle? It said in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I had to think about that one for a second. I was like, wait, what? Oh, I cracked up. Oh, geez. We do pass on grass every time. <laughs> uh, so oh, well, that good. was my Saturday and Sunday. So um, I don't know if you've ever met him before. You might have. My friend, Aquil. Yeah, I met him whenever we did the Kendra Scott thing. Yes, yes, yeah. he came and played mm-hmm. at Kendra Scott. So he just moved back yes. to Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to almost say officially. Okay. He's here for at least well, a year. There's, he's possibly going to start playing at Kitten Co. Co correct? Yeah, this, okay. this Friday. Yeah. So I'm going to have him there for a residency every Friday. Good. Very amazing, talented. Yes. Um, and he singer, was on um, The Voice. The Voice. Yep, yeah. He did a lot of stuff for VH1. Um, he's a very. I will definitely say seasoned, but very talented. I would say R and B and soul. I would put like Leon and like a and Abraham and a soul. Like yeah. he has a little bit more R and B ish to him. Kind of like okay. combine Leon and Brandon Marcel. Ooh, yeah. So he's back. He's going to be a kitten co. And one other music note that I got to talk about is our homie Kevin Godbold. Yes. He put out a song called Wasting Time. And have we seen all the video for it? Yes. Yes. Everyone needs to watch. It is my personal reviews. Obviously, like we're biased, but I'm going to be very honest and transparent. You know, like when your homies put music out, you will support them 100%. And when I first listened to it, I've heard Kevin sing at church, Mm -hmm. um, you know, some other things that he put out. So I was just prepared for a good song. I was not prepared for wasting time. I swear on my grandmother's grave, Jesus sitting next to me. I listened to that song at least 20 plus times and then woke up that morning thinking about it. And I had to create a little cool IG mm-hmm. like support post. Yeah. So shout it's out to really Kevin. Cool. It's amazing. It's Love one. ballot. Vicky's in it. So we yeah. super support. We've got to have our peeps. We got to rep the peeps. I was 100% joking. I promise you. But I did text Kevin that night because it released at midnight around like 1220 after I listened to him. I'm like, bro, I can send this to like 10 different chicks. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> I will never. That's what I said. But it's that I mean, yeah, awesome. It is. And I know you all like to send mm-hmm. like music songs. That's your love language. Mm-hmm. So this is a dope song, guys. If you're out there listening, wasting time, Kevin Godbold, but you can search Godbold music on Spotify and Apple Music and it'll pop up wasting time. Download it. Send it to your girls, your side chicks, you know, all whatever you gotta do yeah. to, to have a good time. Quit wasting time. Yeah. Jesus. That's all I got for the music segment yeah. of the was, show. Hey, I was like, I know we should really start doing like segments. We should. A year in. I know. I was like, well, we're, not, we're almost, here's the thing is I think at the year mark, we're probably going to have a massive like kind of not rebrand, but like, re something. Yeah. Like my brain is fried already today. Um, just like a, a, an assessment. Just a, re- refresh. a refresh. A refresh. A refresh. An assessment of how yes. we can make Corks in Cowtown Even better. better. Yeah, Correct. absolutely. Well, my Friday started with going to check out the new Cowtown Winery. Yeah, you, um, you told yeah. me that we should go. I didn't know you were going to go without me. You yeah. probably took Melody well, in. I did. I did take Melody. I, I was like, she works in the stockyards. And she was like, will you come meet me? And I was like, absolutely. So 
went there. Um, she'd kind of had a rough day, and so she already had a bottle by the time I got Dang, there. Dang, by herself? No, 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 no. Like, she got us a bottle. Oh, oh I my we were, good God. I thought we were going to, like, have a glass and then leave. And so we split a bottle. I'm not going to lie. I've only had it, like, their wine, like, twice ever. It was very, very sweet. Yes, I believe that. And apparently the one that's just the semi-sweet, they did not have. So mm. it was like a sugar rush. But I'm also now concerned that they might have um, cocaine in their wine because that night turned into just an absolute shit show. So did you um, end up at Hookie? Of course. So, but not <laughs> yeah. before. Here's the thing is, so we have our bottle of wine mm-hmm. and then we went to Provender Hall because I wanted to like give it another shot and have some like apps and whatnot. We go have our apps. We sit at the bar. I love sitting at a bar and meeting like bartenders who love to like make cocktails yeah. just based on what you like. We each had three craft cocktails and then a bottle of champagne. Dang. So you both we had made a full bottle friends of with wine. everyone. Yes. Like, and then you know, co- those times co- when you like cocktails. walk in and it's just like all eyes are on you and like everyone's paying attention. Like that one time you and your blunturage walked in the yeah. wind and flint and yeah. the wind was blowing your hair. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So it was kind of like that, but it was just me and Melody. And so then we went to White Elephant next door. We did Tour de Fort Worth many. <laughs> then we went to White Elephant, met two girls from North Carolina. And decided that we needed to take them on a tour of Fort Worth. And so we took them to Hookie. And that's where we ended the night. Mm-mm. Which, yeah, just Saturday was rough. Saturday was rough. It, that's all I'll say. Well. Yeah. So uh, I did nothing Saturday. At all? No. The whole day? I literally, well, I took an edible, but that was about it. And that's uh, gummy Flintstones, yes, by the way. Flintstones gummy. Well. Yeah. So that's about it. And then obviously, sad, sad day. Yesterday, watching the Cowboys game. Okay, yeah. So I was Dak. at the studio with a quill, uh, and I saw people posting. So I like ran to where the TV was in there, and I turned it on. And very sad. Anytime any player or person oh gosh, gets hurt, yes. it's a very sad time, especially when that's your livelihood. Mm-hmm. That's like us losing our voices. Yeah, that would but suck. Like, I feel if like people Dak, can hear me. Us, especially for like us. the year he's had, is like everyone was giving him such a rough time about right. him coming out about you know mental, mental health, mental yeah. health, and everything else. And then this to happen. Like I will say this is it made me very happy. All the people that I know, everyone on like my social media pages was like, yeah. I don't care who you are. This is incredibly sad. Right. And if you ever make fun of something like this, you are an evil person. Yeah, and I was like, absolutely. The only thing that I have to say to people about that situation is, and this isn't talking about, well, this is, I guess, associated with it. Sometimes when you're negotiating business, don't hold out too long because you never know it can happen. Because he had that $105 million six-year contract but he was trying to hold out for a franchise. Mm-hmm. So life can always happen. And I'm not saying he oh, did yeah. the right or wrong thing, but I'm sure that will now affect oh, his contract going forward, which sucks. So I'm sure like when that happened outside of his injury and mental health, that did not help because immediately I'm sure he thought about my effing career. Yeah. And which but, is I mean- even more sadder to me because I'm like, bro, that is heartbreaking yeah but like let's think about that like we all live day to day Mm -hmm. not really thinking about the fact that everything could be stripped away from us the next day yeah and especially having a career like that that just makes me so sad yeah 
But, but Andy Dalton came in. Yep. TCU grad. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Go him frogs. for helping um, the Cowboys. Yep, absolutely. Yep. I, I was had, like, I, he's very nice too. Yeah. I was like, I've met cool him a guy. couple times. Exactly. I know his brother Avery. Mm-hmm. Real cool peep. So I was like, Fort Worth, represent. For, hey, you know what? If somebody got to be in there. I was like, not mad at it. Okay. So you had an adventure last night, Sunday night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So um, again, Quill's birthday was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And this was like, this is a new promotion group. Well, I can't say new to me. Okay. I'm sure they've been in Fort Worth for a while doing some things. And a lot of these cats are like from the real south side of Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. So they are going to have Sunday nights. So Owl, just very transparent. It's a different crowd from what you would normally see on 7th Street. Um, but it was really chill. It was packed. Everybody was having a great time. Well, you have to say like where it was. And oh, yeah, it yeah, was yeah. And- thanks, thanks for Robin to have been here. Because <laughs> I already in my head, I knew where I was. <laughs> But it was at seven, the nightclub that is on the corner of kind of like University and Seventh Street mm-hmm. on that rooftop that we went to the like we opening. To. Is exactly. it better now? Well, last night compared to when we went, yeah. it was a lot better. Okay, um, and it fit everything that they were going for last night. The management ownership were very hospitable. Nice. I got good. everyone's phone numbers for when we okay, do good. need to get in there. We went up. No ifs, ands, no no problems. They allowed me to pull the car to the exit sign at the top. So as soon as we were done, we just, just rolled out straight down. That's so nice. Uh, Well, straight to there. And they made sure we got out. No problem. But it was cool. The service was great. The girls were, were awesome taking care of us. They comped us a bottle. I need to go back and make sure we took care of them tip wise because I was so busy trying to make sure we got out, but it was good. So I want to see how it is with the normal seven street clientele going forward mm-hmm. because when you have a certain promotional group that has planned for that night, you're going to, and then with Leon on the, the flyer, yeah, people are going to come out. So I want to see how it is going forward with out a promotional group, pushing, pushing, pushing just to see how it is on like a normal Friday, Saturday night. Yeah. I think that's going to be a, a big telltale. Yeah, I'm very curious. Cause you I'm- know, when we throw events, Kent Nicole or whatever will pack the place on a Wednesday, mm-hmm. but that's not necessarily mm-hmm. indicative to how a Wednesday would normally be. Yeah. Well, because you're going to like a specific s- deal for something specific or Correct. to see certain people. Exactly. So there's a whole different thing that goes along with that. Correct. Yep. And I do know that also this is exciting is that hopefully fingers crossed, if nothing else goes wrong or like with all this Corona stuff, is tulips should be opening this month. Okay. So that is also very exciting. This month as in October. Yes. Okay. So tulips should be opening, which is the venue right kind of off of South Main. I forget the exact address it is. It used to be the old collective brewery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm very excited to see like they've been in there doing the most. They will have food. They will have drinks. They're going to bring in some live music. Okay. I believe it can also be used for events. And right. eventually their capacity will be, hopefully, I think they said like 600, 600 yeah. because they're going to try and expand out the back into that uh, parking lot. Okay. But for now, I believe capacity is a little under 200, hey, I want to say, which is still good because yeah. things are starting to like open again, Yeah. which is very nice. Fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed. Mine are. <laughs> but then also we've got something special today. 
Yeah, we do. We have a change. Of, Changing it up. Yeah, we are changing it up. What are we talking about? We've got an interview. Oh, yeah, we have a guest. <laughs> yeah, I thought we were talking about, I was like, did I miss something in our my morning notes from Robin? I know, <laughs> I do always text Barton in the morning and make sure I'm just like, are you alive? Are you awake? I was like, yeah, I'm alive. <laughs> I'm like, I'd already talked to Vicky a few times and I was dressed. I woke up on Leon's couch, hey. not from drinking, just because it was late when we got home mm-hmm. and I just didn't feel like I had to drive everybody to his house and i was like i'm tired i'm not trying to get an uber back right now so yeah woke up this morning and came home made my fruit and veggie blend which i've done every day for three like a smoothie yeah well i don't call it a smoothie only because all right is a smoothie with dairy or is a smoothie just because it's smooth because i call it a blend because i don't have any dairy yogurt or milk i mean i make smoothies without dairy I don't. Okay. Why? Why would that? No, no, be a I thing? don't. No, it's. I don't know. Like, I don't. I guess in my mind, I call a smoothie a smoothie because I'm thinking like it has dairy products in it. But I hmm. call my blend because I do like. See, when you say blend, I think you're making like a bowl of just like mixed fruits and vegetables. Yeah, it is that, but I just blend it with like ice. No. So is it frozen? All of the things that I put in there, except for the oats and the orange juice, are frozen. The spinach I keep in the freezer. Yeah. The fruits and all of everything are in the freezer. So that makes it frozen. Yeah. yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Kind of. I just have questions. <laughs> well, yeah, we're, I'm here for it. I'm just so curious. I've never done a, like, a smoothie with orange juice. Yeah. I, I mean, might have to try that. I, I get this vegan nutty grain wellness. I guess it's a smoothie because I get it from Smoothie King, but uh-huh. it didn't have any dairy in it. They use apple juice, spinach, peanut butter, dark chocolate because it's healthy, ladies. Just remember <laughs> that. And it it is dark chocolate's the healthiest chocolate. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Still, shout out to my light skin brothers out there. Y'all come, y'all come back in style one of these days. I can't. Sorry, Kev. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. But it was a great weekend. We do have a guest today. We do. Um, and this is a yeah. guest that does have some Fort Worth ties. However, it's a little different from what we would normally do. Yeah. But given the opportunity to have this person on, had to jump on it. Very excited yeah. and hoping everyone else will. This is the uh, um, first of this type of guest that we've yeah. ever had. Mm-hmm. We've done a great job with not repeating. Yeah, the types no, of everyone's that, very different. And yeah. then also, I think the really good thing about this guest we're having on is that he's like probably our most famous guest. Yeah, he has a, a blue sense. check. I know he's like he's verified. Yeah. So I'm very excited to have see. Have you ever him. tried to get verified on IG? No, you have to have like 10,000, I think, no, at you least, don't. right? No, no. I thought you did, but you don't. Because hmm. I know some TCU players that are verified with, um, <laughs> this is so, so, I'm sorry, Ryan, I'm sorry. It's so awkward. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know people that are, that have less than five that has, hmm. but it's to where your identity could be like, stole, like your yeah. IG, like you're this public figure, you have to be doing specific Maybe things. that should be our goal for the next year is to get verified. I've already tried twice. <laughs> Denied. Failed. Yeah. Um. You know what's really funny, though, Jenna's that I noticed? tried mul- multiple times, I thought she too. was verified. Mm-mm. No? Mm-mm. Huh. Yeah, I mean, she um, has like 14, 15K. Do you know what is funny, though? Both of us on Facebook are about to max out on friends. Yeah. 
And then that means we have to make a fan page. I don't know if I can do that. I don't think I can either. I'm going to be like, just go follow I've my Instagram. I've maxed out a few times, but I will say this. I don't delete or unfriend people who have opposing views than I. I don't either. But I do unfriend people who are bad rude. people. Yeah, yeah. So If I, anyone's like rude or hateful, they get right. yeah, done. So I'm like at 4,980-something, mm-hmm. I think. There's plenty of y'all that have to, a chance. Yeah. Oh, and this is no clout chasing, no boasting or bragging. There are about 300 requests that I need to confirm, but I just won't go through yeah, them. Yeah, I was because, like, pick and choose no, who's can't. worthy. I mean, I can easily get there, but and for everyone who sent me a friend request on Facebook, I do love you dearly. <laughs> I just now it's kind of like the voice. My team is filling up and I got to be really um, selective on who I so turn my chair around for. I have my for. combine and then you have your... Well, like, your combine is a men's fantasy league. Mine is just from people that are just... Is it mostly girls, though? No. I haven't checked. Barton. Well, let me see. I haven't checked. Let me see it. Okay. <laughs> How are you going to do this real quick? <laughs> I mean, I ain't got nothing to hide. I was like, I'm very curious. Are you I traveling anytime soon? Um, Yes. Is You are, too, though. Yes, I am. Um, So, so I here. am going to Scottsdale... And then you're going to Tulum, correct? I'm going to Tulum. I'm very jealous of that. The 19th through the 22nd. Okay. So I get back on that Thursday. I work Thursday, Friday. Bro, bro, girl, 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 girl. She's bro. looking at my confirming. Bro. Yeah. Oh, I'm confirming him. I know no! him. No! Oh, okay. I don't know um, who he is. Oh, you know him too. But I don't know. About, <laughs> what's she doing? <laughs> I can't even see who she's I'm confirming I'm going to see if there's any like really pretty girls that I can confirm. Okay. I, you do have a good mix. Yeah, I told you I wasn't lying. Some of these people's names are very curious. But I'm going to Tulum the 19th through the 22nd, get back that Thursday, Friday, and then I'm going to Nashville. Uh, I'm really jealous about Nashville and Tulum. Whenever you go to Tulum, I'll send you my list of peeps, my contacts there, though. Okay. Because Caroline's going, too, to Tulum. Mm -hmm. So at least you'll be with some good peeps. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of dope people. I know. I'm really jealous I'm not going. Yeah. I'm kind of sad. Well... Let's wrap this bad boy up, and we're going to. <laughs> wrap it up. Oh, jeez. Let's well, here we go. Okay, but I've been doing a lot <laughs> I know, better. Uh, you are. I'm very, very yes. proud of you. But you know what I noticed? What I do it all the time. Yes. I catch myself. Yeah. Whenever we were at Provender Hall, every single thing I said, like just accidentally, came out, and I was like, and guys would look at me like, "What'd you just say?" Like <laughs> I was, they were asking what we wanted to drink, and I go, "You can experiment on us," and they're like, "What?" Yeah. And then I would just say something like, we like it. We like it always. Or like, <laughs> and I was just like, I've got to stop. I was like, I have to stop. Like I'm Barton right now. It's- and I have gotten better. Hey. Hey, you know what? It's it's great. It's like oh. rubbing off on me though now, which is like not you see how what it- she just said. See, I can't stop. <laughs> okay. I'm just being nice and just sweet man over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm just, mm-hmm. what were we saying before this? Who knows at this point? Okay. We need to wrap this up so we can get homeboy in here. Just give us a little bit and we're coming back with um, this very nice, super famous guest. <laughs> and that makes us famous by default. Yes. Fingers crossed. Welcome back. This time I didn't smack the microphone like I did earlier. High five. Yeah, for real. So um, we got a special guest in the casa. We do. In the Amber Room. In the Amber Room. It's gorgeous. It is. So we have Justin Wren, the big pygmy, 
And by the way, y'all, I'm sitting really close to Robin. It's really uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> he knows I don't like this. Yeah. Um, but Justin, welcome. Welcome to Fort Worth. Thank you so much. And you. Well, welcome back to Fort Worth. Welcome back. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, hometown. Yeah. Yes. Love it. Hometown. It. And uh, I'm excited to be back. Okay. Um, and you just drove in? Yep. From so, Oklahoma City. And man, this is, like you said, it's already coming up. And this is a, a great part of town. It's yeah. insane how much Fort Worth has grown. It's growing right. massively quick. Yeah. So for those of you who may not know who Justin Ren is, Justin, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. So I am a, the majority of people would know you yeah. from. Yeah. Uh, I'm a Fort Worth kid, but I was, I think the first Fort Worth fighter in the UFC, or at least uh, the youngest heavyweight in the UFC. So I was on a reality TV show, the ultimate fighter. And now a lot of people know of what I do through Joe Rogan. So I've been on his podcast eight times now. Awesome. He's, uh, yeah, he's a great guy. And then you were just um, on Mike Tyson's. Yeah, I was as just well. on Mike Tyson's last week. So, so practice for this. Yeah, I was yeah. practicing, preparing. <laughs> yeah, for Corks and Corks. Uh, yeah, Cowtown. you know, to, for the yeah, next so. step, obviously, yeah. which yeah. would be the Corks and Cowtown podcast. Which I don't see a bottle. I was hoping to hear the pop because that, that sets oh, the mood. See, he, he see? knew. Okay. <laughs> I was like, we decided but, that we weren't going to drink for once. Uh, yeah, okay. we were just we trying were gonna to like, see if anyone would notice. And he noticed. <laughs> he did. I noticed right off. Spoiled no, it for okay. everyone else. How, yeah. how do you do it? Do you just do up? Hey, yeah, that, that worked. That was, was a good, good one. Bottle, yeah? Okay. I was like, yeah. I was like, normally we just make him pop the bottle since he's the pro. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Well, I'm I'm pumped to to be on the show. I've listened to it. I think four times. Four all the way through. Yes. Awesome. And you guys are great. Love your personality well, and your vibe. Thank you very much. Uh, the spirit. And yeah, we, hey, try. we try. We how you, try. How you represent Fort Worth so well? Yeah. Brush yeah. Brush the shoulders Jesus. off. Yeah. I love yeah. y'all's dynamic, by the way. Thank too. you very it's much. Ridiculous, so. right? It's fun. It is. It's we try. Really fun. This is almost year one. November fourth will be our first mm-hmm. our anniversary. Cool. I know it's so, so weird to have an anniversary with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're celebrating our one year. Oh, what are you going to get me? Huh. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Anyways, you'll well, know when it pops up. I hate this so much, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Anyways, we wanted to have Justin on mostly to talk about what you do now. Yeah, sure. Because I think with how society is today, through yeah. everything with Corona, I mean, yeah. I feel like your message is what everyone needs. Ah, well, thank so. you. I appreciate that. Well, I guess my main mission, or I guess I wake up and I try to say three things I'm grateful for at the mm-hmm. beginning of the day, and then three things that I want to embody. And so today I said, I am ambitious, compassionate, and resilient. So that's awesome. I love I'm that. compassionate, ambitious, and resilient. And so that's kind of my story. I went through a tough time here in Fort Worth, actually in Crowley, Texas. I uh, grew up getting very heavily bullied. And from that, I faced the biggest battle or demon of my life, which was depression, uh, right. which led to addiction. That depression, you know, I sat at the lunch table by myself most of the time at school. And I'd get pelted in the back of the head with maybe chocolate milk spit wads or food or fist as kids would walk by. And so the nonprofit I found is called Fight for the Forgotten. And now that's for the world's forgotten people. Anthropologists call them the most oppressed, or another word would be bullied people group in the world. That's the Mabuti Pygmies and the Batwa Pygmies. They're in Congo and in Uganda. And I lived with them for a full year at one time in the twig and leaf huts, slept on the dirt. That was my bed. And the blanket was my fire. And just like they live under the twig and leaf huts that are only about four or five foot tall, their roofs. Um, And so... I felt forgotten too. I think that's where I could connect with them or just yeah. oppressed in certain ways, obviously not nearly comparable to, to what right. they go through on a daily basis. And I'll get into that some, but you know, here in Crowley, I remember being invited to my middle school crush's birthday party 
and I was so excited to go. And my mom, who uh, she called me while I was changing here, and uh, <laughs> uh, it's always fun to see it pop up on my phone. Just best mom ever because she's been the most positive, but also strong woman. She's gone through so many tough times, but she's always been my biggest encouragement and uh, always reminded me to be positive. You know, she helped me get ready for this birthday party, and so. I went and it was a costume contest. So the winner was going to get a prize okay. and it was going to be a Dr. Pepper gumball machine. Ooh, and yes. I, I think Texas is where Dr. Pepper originated. Mm-hmm. Right? Dublin. Right, yeah. Dublin. So they had a Dublin Dr. Pepper machine in their house because okay. um, her dad worked at the Dr. Pepper plant. I think he was like an executive, some kind of big wig there. So everyone was talking about what they were going to wear, Avengers or Batman, Superman, whatever it was going to be. And I knew she loved Transformers at that time. Okay. Her favorite one was Optimus Prime. So my mom helped me transform, I guess, into Dr. Optimus Pepper. So with cardboard boxes, you know, I had a 24 pack on my head, 12 packs on my arm. And then with some duct tape, being a kid from the country in Crowley, I had a sword, a shield, a chest plate, yes. all that different stuff. You went all the way out. Yeah, all the way out to try to catch her eye. Uh, I got invited. I was surprised and ended up going and Mimi opened the door, her grandmother, and she goes, oh, my gosh, Jennifer's going to love this. So I go in and the rumors at school were true. I just push the button. It pops right out the Dublin Dr. Pepper and Stop. That's uh, so cool. start, start walking to the backyard. And whenever the door opens, you know, I don't think her grandmother knew at all that she was almost like leading a lamb to the slaughter because I got hit with a couple flashes of light, heard the sound of laughter. My eyes adjust. and I see that nobody else is dressed up. And my oh, middle school crush my crushes me by saying, I can't believe you thought you were good enough to come to my party. Shut up. Yeah. Next to her, Tyler, who's got a cool transformation story, works with youth now at risk youth and different things. He said, you're worthless. And then my notorious middle school bully, I actually started in third grade all the way through eighth grade till my parents pulled me out of that school. He said, you should just kill yourself. So, oh my at, God. yeah, at 13 years old, that's whenever that set in the suicidal ideation, the depression was clinically diagnosed with depression. And it wasn't until I found wrestling uh, and martial arts. It was, it was maybe a month after that, that I found the UFC. I went to Trader's Village, right? In uh, yeah. Arlington. And I, I was going to buy a BB gun uh, living in the country, but ended up finding a used VHS tape store. And I found UFC two through 11 or two through nine, something like that. And they were missing one. They're missing 10. I started watching that and I thought these guys don't get bullied. That's what first right. drew me mm-hmm. to it. And if I could, I guess, transform into one of these guys, I won't be the laughing stock of the party. Maybe I'll be invited to the party. Right. And then, oh, a little funny side story is that when my dad found the used VHS tapes under the bed, he thought it was a stack of porn. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> but just, he was just pleasantly surprised. He wasn't. He said he would have rather it than uh, that really? because 13 going through puberty. He goes, he told my mom, he goes, he's going to do this one day. And uh, I'm like, no, dad, I'm not. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, absolutely. That's what I'm going to do. I was kind of thinking you were going to say you found like a Nacho Libre mask at Trader's Village. I think I I got one of those too. Okay. It's really funny you say that. I'm not going to show you my underwear, but I have a uh, Nacho Libre. Uh, I can walk out of here real quick. Is this real live? Oh my God, I'm so excited. He does have Nacho Libre underwear on right now. I'm 
We have photos of <laughs> this now. Best guest ever. I'm oh, so excited. Man. You're, you're, you're the first guest that's ever shown yeah. us his underwear. Well, you're hey. welcome. Their underwear. Yeah. This you're, is everything. You're welcome. And this is my first day wearing these, breaking these hey, out. So, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Anyways, fun. Thank you for sharing that but with us. You're welcome. It's yeah, a, gift, we're a, gift, a gift for me to you. Yeah. <laughs> but so we have we have a couple stateside missions, which is bullying and suicide prevention. Mm-hmm. We do that through Martial Arts Academy, sponsor kids, go into the martial arts because for me, martial arts transformed my lives, mm-hmm. my life, and I've seen it do it with thousands of others um, through my career. Yeah, so we go into schools. We've been to about 100-plus schools, impacting over 100,000 students, and we have a, a really incredible team. My old roommate and, and the co-founder of an organization called Generation Wise, now an initiative of ours. They have hip-hop artists, rappers, awesome. spoken word artists, dancers, choreographers for MTV, BET. Oh, yeah. People have toured all around the world, Europe. We go and we put on a 90-minute show at schools. Oh, so that so way cool. they're not falling asleep during a bullying prevention right. message. And it's not just bullying prevention. Um, we think character development is bullying prevention. So if you have good character, you won't bully. Absolutely. But if you also have good character, you'll stand up for the person for that, that yeah. is. Absolutely. And you'll, you'll be a voice, right? You'll be that voice for the voiceless where you'll defend the weak, love the unloved, empower that person that's voiceless. And so our, our martial arts program is called Heroes in Waiting, meaning that everybody's a hero in waiting. You just have to have your head on a swivel, look for the opportunity to make a difference. Totally and agree. so the bystander actually has the most power. I think kids wrongly believe that they are an innocent bystander if they don't get involved, if they're not laughing, snickering, and encouraging it. But truly, the statistics say that 12, 13 million children will be bullied this year in the United States alone. That's now, cyberbullying is even worse than that. Oh, my gosh. That's in yes. person. The bystander is actually not an innocent bystander. They're a silent supporter. And so mm, they have to move important the whole thing, you know, silence is violence. And right. this is a real instance of that. If you don't speak up and say something, you didn't choose it. It chose you, but now you're involved. Right. Um, yeah. And so what are you going to do? Are you going to have five to 10 seconds of courage or 20? Because statistics show that nine times out of 10 or 89% of the time, uh, a student stands up and says something, one thing simple as, Hey, that's not kind. That stops it within the first five to 10 seconds. If they say it a second time, it goes up to like 94%. That's really so, impressive. I mean, it, it takes that courage to, to get out there, but it makes a difference. And you don't have to do it in a way that's physical. You don't have to do it in a way that you're a tattletale. Although the person of authority might should know about the situation, mm-hmm. but you truly have the most power in that situation whenever yeah. they're not doing it in front of the teachers most of the time. It's in the hallways. It's in the locker room. Mm-hmm. It's in the cafeteria. Yeah. It's after school hours. So anyways, I, I guess I jumped in there with the, the bullying prevention, but I, I kind of went on this journey where at 19 years old, I started fighting. I guess at 15, started wrestling. Two Oklahomans, or Okies, were down here in Dallas, and I started wrestling under them. They were two Olympic gold medalists, awesome. um, Kenny Monday and Kendall Cross. Kenny Monday was the first African-American to win the Olympic gold in wrestling. Yes. That's awesome. Um, he's been a mentor, father figure to me for seven, 18 years now. Yeah. I'm That's 33. So, cool. so since I was 15, I was blessed to have him in you my know, life. You just told your age. Right? Yeah. 33. It's all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Still fighting, still Google going him, after so. it. Well, very and, uh, it's, <laughs> he does um, have a blue check. <laughs> yeah. And man, it's, it, it changed my life. Wrestling saved my life. Martial arts saved my life. But I started fighting at 19, 21. I was in the UFC. I'd wrestled in Moscow, kickboxed in Amsterdam, been the main event at the hard rock in Las Vegas at 23. But I remember getting my hand raised and thinking numerous times, almost every time. The two national championships I won in wrestling, the first one was really fulfilling. The second one, for some reason, was empty. Same thing with fighting. 
uh, first couple were really exciting, but those were even at the smaller level. And whenever I'm fighting in front of tens of thousands of people getting my hand raised, I think, is this it? Is yeah. this, is this all? And so I wasn't really fighting for a purpose except for myself. And what I've learned now is, and that led to addiction, just spiraling at 23 years old. I was basically a missing person for eight weeks. Uh, my mom broke into my house in Denver, Colorado. I was the youngest guy training with guys that used to be when I was that 13 year old kid. Um, I had their posters on my walls and now I'm their main training partners and these yeah. are world champions. And man, I, I, I got a voicemail from my best friend saying, I can't believe you missed my wedding. Oh, um, no. oh, I can't believe my best man didn't show up. Um, so I left that dark cloud over his you know, wedding day. And uh, my addiction just was out of control and I just didn't have purpose. And that's where I get to like the, the suicide prevention, right? Character development is bullying prevention. Well, knowing your purpose, your why, your passion, right? Yeah. That, that, that is suicide prevention. Mm-hmm. If you know, you have a great life to live while you're here, who you're here to help. Why do you fight? You know, what purpose, what cause, what, what people group, you know, what drives you? Um, I think that, that that's what kids need right now um, because social media is so, highlight reel right mm-hmm. um, where yeah, everyone just shares their highlight reel and that's not real reels now yeah mm-hmm. reels yeah yeah and so we got to let them know that hey you you have a purpose even if you don't have a blue check mark even if you don't have mm-hmm. a, a bunch of people that follow you or like or comment or if they're spewing hate you know our our vision statement with our nonprofit is to defeat hate with love and right. so we want to defeat hate with love we want to knock out bullying worldwide and we want to we had a girl in Michigan that came down to us after our event. So we start off with a DJ booth and the kids are coming in, taking selfies. They're getting amped and pumped, playing music that they all know and love that's mm-hmm. relevant right now. Our dancers are dancing with them in the crowd, whether it's an auditorium or their basketball arena. And then um, a dance goes to a song and then a rapper might come out. Then that person shares their story. Maybe their dad almost OD'd five times and they had to watch that yeah. growing up or they were bullied or mm-hmm. uh, we've got a girl that's just so big, uh, like personality wise. And she's able to go up there and talk about self-love and body shaming or just, you know, acceptance. And, and then me and my story with uh, being bullied, Jordan, his with attempting suicide. And so a girl came down and she literally pulled out of her purse and handed it to us uh, a letter. It was her suicide letter. And she said, because you guys are here today, I'll be here tomorrow. After the event's over, right, we get her connected with the counselor, everything else. Our team had like a a burning ceremony, you know, burning that letter. And then her sharing that with her parents and everything else to like, let these kids know they have a purpose. They have a reason that they're here. And it's, it's to bring light and love into this world. And so that's what we want to do through the creative arts and through our story and through like inspiring them. So. I am like speechless. I don't even know what to say. That's amazing. Thanks. I think that this is exactly, I mean, we've obviously touched on some things like this before, but I feel like a lot of people will just go through life. And then whenever you actually have the thought of what is my purpose here? Like, what am I doing? We've all done it. Yeah. But the thing is, is depending on who's surrounding you and who's in your life, that answer could change. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you have the right people surrounding you? Are right. you doing what you should be doing, yeah. et cetera? Well, you're, you're a product of your community a lot of mm-hmm. times mm-hmm. Um, and who you surround yourself with, that whole statistic. You're the, the it's top like five. five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're the average of the yeah. five people that you hang around. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. I got to live with the pygmy people in Congo, and that showed me what community truly is Yeah, because it truly does take a village to raise a child, but it also takes a village to 
bury a child. And uh, that was my introduction to the water crisis was holding a little one and a half year old boy named Andy Bo as like he took his last breath, the blood coming out of his ears, holding his hand and, and, and cup in the back of his head. His mother's hand was on the back of his head and my hand was under her, her hand. And that changed everything. That one crushed my soul. But then through it, I realized that you know, I, I have resources that they don't. Just being an American, just having a voice, um, just having access to clean water, being able to give my dog clean water sure. or, you know, use the toilet and water that they on average walk six miles a day for and are better than the water they walk six miles a day for. You know, we've been able to drill 70 water wells there now. Um, That's amazing. Uh, get back 3,000 acres of land, over 3,000 acres of land for them now um, in their people group's name and they own it. Uh, it's not our organization. That's the we're kind of the caretakers, but we're really just their advocates. That's and amazing. It's the strongest thing in Congo and Uganda courts to be in the name of a tribe, and so that's what they honor. And one of the things that they say is that if you want to go fast, go alone. But mm-hmm. if you want to go far, go together. Right. And that's a Swahili proverb. They taught me that, and our whole mission there is to not go punch holes in the ground for them for a quota, and to come back to go there, take pictures while we throw a parade or a party and then come back and be the heroes. We want them to be the hero of their own story. And so we empower them, equip them with the tools, educate them with the knowledge on how they can drill the wells, uh, started up for sustainable farms to where they know how to plant the seeds a little further apart or a little deeper. So when the rains come, their corn isn't either choked out because the seeds are too close together or wash away because the rains come and knock them down. So it's been a journey. I didn't know how to do any of this stuff. Never thought I would either. But uh, it's been the most rewarding thing I've ever been part of. It's really cool to see them take the own initiative and want to yeah. learn and grow. I mean, these people are an incredible fathers, incredible mothers. Um, there isn't even adoption in their culture. Um, like if a, if a nursing mother dies, another nursing mother just instantly takes that child and wow. starts breastfeeding. And, and that's now her baby. And it's beautiful the way they take care of each other, the way they support each other, the way they mourn together. And so I've learned so much. And one of the things they told me while I was there, which I was crushed by Andy Bo's death, been to five children's funerals now, all under the age of five years old. Um, This year earlier during COVID, we buried Fina, who's been in my life for seven years. She's 14 years old. She had a lung disease. I don't know if it was COVID because she had tuberculosis earlier, but she needed a lung transplant. And whenever we got her from Congo to Uganda um, in transport, she passed, but one of the things they told me whenever I thought like, there's, there's nothing I can do. This problem is just way too big and I'm way too small. They reminded me of the tribe that people are going to help. Another Swahili proverb is if you think you're too small to make a difference, try to sleep in a closed room with a mosquito. And so mm. it's, it's tongue in cheek mm-hmm. kind of, but also like there's so much truth to it. That one mosquito would be disturbing all four of us Destroy here. Destroy oh, yeah. your world. Uh, right. <laughs> and it almost destroyed my life. Yeah. Uh, actual mosquito. I almost died of malaria. Dang. So oh my I'm, I'm 265 pounds, 6'3", a pretty, I would say, uh, strong professional athlete. Right. And um, I've climbed Mount Kilimanjaro. I've done these other kinds of things. But a little mosquito that doesn't even weigh a gram. Right. It almost took my life. 65 to 70 percent of my bloodstream were parasites. I lost 33 pounds in five days. I'd block water fever, which means I couldn't urinate for five days. And then when I finally did, it was darker than motor oil. I was almost in an irreversible coma just from a mosquito, right? And so if a mosquito can have that impact on my life, 
how much more of an impact can we have in each other's lives right. Absolutely. Or, or numerous people's lives uh, or you guys like what you're doing in Corks and Cowtown, you know, uh, you guys are making a difference here in Fort Worth and I love that. And so I appreciate being able to be here. Thank you for this so much. This yeah. is amazing. Yeah. I was yeah. like, it definitely gives, I think a lot of perspective hearing someone who's seen a lot of things more firsthand versus just reading about things. Right. So whenever you, are doing all of this stuff with them? Are you communicating just via internet? Do you have people like over there on the ground? I mean, yeah. how is this, like how could people help if they wanted to? Sure. So we don't take volunteers. Okay. One, it's incredibly dangerous. The U S state department says don't go there for any reason. Well, my first trip there, uh, we thought we were going to cancel it, um, but we flew to Uganda anyways. And the rebel group took over the 1 million city in Congo and they were beheading people. They're hunting people. They're even cannibalizing whenever there's a spiritual belief there that if you can consume the flesh of a pygmy person, that you become bulletproof or the bullets fly right through you. So it's actually like those 34 confirmed cases in the village that I lived in. So it's pretty wild because of danger. It's the rape capital of the world. One woman every one minute was raped in the Congo the year I lived there. But besides the danger, we don't want to create voluntourism where yeah. the people sit on the sidelines or on the bench. Uh, we want to get them engaged and active. So the biggest way to is to share the message, let people know what we're doing. Um, we have the locals there that are empowered having jobs to do this on a daily basis. Uh, we're drilling two water wells right now. We're clearing land so that they can farm more farmland. We're um, planning on planting superfoods like avocados and papaya and uh, cassava, um, which is kind of like a spinach, potatoes, peanuts. Uh, we're already doing corn and beans, but we want to empower the locals to be the change they want to see in their community. Mm. Um, funds are obviously, uh, people can create fundraisers for us. They can donate one time. We started a thing called Fight Club because it's Fight for the Forgotten. So our Fight Club is our monthly giving club. Oh, okay. um, but the first rule of Fight Club is you do speak about Fight Club instead of you don't, <laughs> uh, like the movie. We just really appreciate anyone that, that wants to support us in any way, whether that's reposting our stuff. I'm at the Big Pygmy on uh, Instagram, but we also have a Fight for the Forgotten one. But our wow. hub, our home base is fightfortheforgotten.org. And it explains the two missions and how they're coming together, you know, the stateside, Generation Y, and our overseas initiative, Fight for the Forgotten. So all of your um, links are on your personal yes. Instagram page. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And we can share all of that because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I think that a lot of people will be interested in how they can help or donate as well. Yeah. Well, and we also are starting to do almost like house parties where um, oh. people can host like a fundraiser for us. Ooh. And if it's in my... Uh, if it's my calendar and it's some strategic, I can be able to show up and share the story awesome. in person at someone's house while we eat with their friends. And I mean, that's doing life together mm -hmm. is awesome. And so if it can be a fundraising event, great. If it's just sharing the story, amazing. If I can't do it, our executive director, Jim Stewart can do it or the co-founder uh, Jordan Miller can, can show up. And so it's just something fun that, and I love Fort Worth. Yeah. I, I get to come down here and uh, see my mom. I get to come down here and see Robin and you Barton. And yeah. so this is, uh, thank you for that. This is I great. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. I, I, I didn't say it yet, but I, I think I'm joining the club on, uh, Robin's fantasy team. Oh, fantasy, no. fantasy league. Is that, is, oh, have you no. heard about that? I, I think you have. Good Lord. <laughs> Maybe I'm one of the 12. I got the blue check mark, we'll, uh, but we'll, I'm not from Denver. We'll talk to you. I'll talk to you after this show. Uh, everything is highly classified. <laughs> highly so, classified. Highly, right. highly classified. So anyways, uh, good God yeah. Well, 
<laughs> yeah, I'm glad that you <laughs> brought that up. I had to drop. Uh, I had to drop it before before yeah. we ended. I think I'm gonna try to take her out tonight. I don't know. You heard it here first, guys. Corks in Cowtown. I'm gonna put a <laughs> reminder in my um <laughs> maybe in my phone so I can maybe not. He doesn't have to. Hey. Dang, so you gonna just not let him take you out, Robin? No, I didn't say that, so I'm glad I'm not, so you say I'm yes. not doing this. What? Did you oh, say yes? Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. See? All right. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. I'm here for it all. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, I, I I was listening to the uh the podcast on my way down from Oklahoma City mm. and it sounds like she's got quite an adventurous life that you get to to yeah. live vicariously through. Believe it or not, I'm the I'm the more conservative one. Oh, whatever. <laughs> he just plays that what, role on the podcast. Maybe to wrap up what would be one of the more embarrassing or or fun Robin stories on a dating moment that she shared either on or off. Oh, she the doesn't podcast. share any dating stories. She does really Yes, I do. Well, I mean, she does. I'm she ended up at PRs with pizza rolls. She brought, oh my gosh, yeah. Um, she brought fishing guy one time, to, and I got to meet him at our one of our Sunday fun days. Yeah, that was very short lived. He was a, <laughs> um, a character. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, so. I don't think we've really shared any of my real bad dating stories yet on okay. air. We're going to save that for the um, live podcast. Okay. Well, then maybe a good one to end on is since I haven't been to Fort Worth and out, what would be a good spot to go check out the top one, yeah. two or three spot to go to? Where are you going to let him take you? Yeah. I don't know. Oh See? my gosh. I hate pressure. Thanks, Barton. He's the wingman. I'm so uncomfortable yeah, I'm right now. I, got I hate back. this. <laughs> I don't know. I guess. I've already been to a Tico. So, okay. You've been to a Tico. Um, Jamele is cool. That's another that's true. spot. Um, like, yeah, that's a pretty that? cool Italian. Jamele is okay. an Italian spot. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We'll have to talk about this off air. Yeah. Yeah. We will. Because, yeah. We're, we're down to a minute. <laughs> so Yeah. The struggle. Justin, man, it was a pleasure meeting you. Thank you so much for coming to bless us with your presence today. Yes, no, thank, thank you, you guys. for sharing, and sharing your message. Your, yeah, your, your message, your story yeah. also. Well, it's a great opportunity for me, and um, it's a gift. So thank you yeah. for, for allowing me to share that. And congratulations on being the top podcast in Fort well, Worth. Thanks. Uh, Fort Worth's official. Yeah. I keep saying official podcast. He keeps podcast. saying official podcast, even though yeah. we don't have that approval yet. But it's yet. fine. Yeah. It's coming. It's, it's fine. Speaking yeah. it into existence. Exactly. exactly. You have to do that. We're manifesting all good things still in 2020. Yeah. Next year, <laughs> when I, you know, we all have our multi-millions in the account also. Yes. Ooh. Just go out and we'll just travel the world and y'all celebrate your one year. That's going to be dope. Jesus. <laughs> y'all got to celebrate yours first. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, Okay, anyways. Let's go. I love it. I need you here a lot more, Justin. All right. I'll come back through. That's all we got. So much. Um, so many thanks for you and shout out to Vicky for being in, with us again. Yeah, thank you. Snapping the photos, making us look paparazzi-ish. Yeah, I'm getting the wrap-up signals from the producer. <laughs> well, I'm Barton saying goodbye. And this is Robin saying cheers. <laughs>